It seems like someone should do something. And then you think, well, last week, last week in New York, something happened in New York. Something big happened in New York. What happened in New York, people? United Nations General Assembly, where 193 member states got together in New York and, well, they sat around a table, much like us, and they sang Kumbaya, and they decided they were going to solve the world's problems. Or not. I don't know. What did they do? What did they do talk about at the United Nations General Assembly? Like, there's so much. I know many of you are wondering, I kind of wish this guy would just give us a list of the top five takeaways from the UN General Assembly. But you know me, I don't do top five lists. Uh, I do top tens, and that's it. All right? So please, Lo-Fi Poli Sci, put your hands together for one of my good friends, someone all of you know to give us the top five takeaways from the UN General Assembly, that political scientist extraordinaire, Dr. Robert Worth, to the stage, please. <laughs> Yes, we love us a political scientist extraordinaire. Oh, you put the hair up, huh? Yeah, it's been a while since we've been up here, eh? Probably about a year, if I had to guess. There's a, we did a live show almost a year ago that there was a few people that were here, I see, maybe like eight people who were there. There were 15 people total, so we're actually doing really good for attendance. I'm happy about this. It's looking good. Yes, yeah. yes. So, five takeaways from the UN. Let's see what if I can do this without my notes. Not likely, but we'll see. What you got? So, obviously a difficult but fun challenge, five takeaways. That's, yeah, narrowing it down, but essentially so. My fifth, in order of least important or interesting to most, not only was Zelensky overwhelmingly approved to appear via video link, when he did so, he received a standing ovation. This is the president of Ukraine you're talking about. Correct. Yeah, so a big deal in my opinion, because we can assume it wasn't a unanimous standing ovation. I wasn't there, but I'm just going to guess the Belarusian representative did not stand. We can be certain the Russian representative didn't. But if one of the really important aspects of the General Assembly is not only a glo global forum for debate, but symbolism. Right, The world symbolically saying, this is what we believe, this is what we want, this is what we think. People like to kind of pick on the General Assembly for not having formal powers in the way that, say, the Security Council does. But don't underestimate it, and in my opinion, this being very much a case in point. Right, so the General Assembly said, hey, yes, you can show up virtually, which you're not supposed to. And a major veto player, Russia, couldn't stop it. So much we see the veto players stop what the General Assembly want. But this time, it didn't happen. I think that is a good one, my friend. Yeah. It says a lot. Yeah. What you got coming in at number four? Uh-oh. It's related, but i got to check my notes. <laughs> right. So, also, even though this isn't necessarily an on-paper, big-deal sort of thing, Russian and Ukrainian diplomats were in the same room for the first time, and I don't claim to know exactly how long, but we can guess it's been quite some time, was there shuttle diplomacy resulting? Probably not. But again, just symbolically, what is the world that we want to have? What is it that the world, in the truest sense of the word, believes? While this might not have led to any tangible or concrete change or anything like that, it's a whole lot more than nothing. And if there were no General Assembly, would those two have ended up in a room together 
we can't say with certainty no, but probably not. So that's number four for me. Yeah, I think the fact that these two countries are at war and yet they're still talking it out, um, I think that is an important sign. Yes, we are having feedback issues. Guess what? The name of the what is the name of this show? Lo-fi. <laughs> and lo-fi means what? Low yeah, low fidelity, low quality, in your face, messy as can be. Global news show. Yes. So deal with it, people. All right. Number four. So yes, the fact that the UN is making people who are at war with each other still get together and try and talk things out. This is important, and this is showing that diplomacy is still alive, um, even though the war continues. What you got for number three for us, my friend? Sticking with the theme of the General Assembly being the world in the literal sense of the word, built around notions of equality, and it doesn't really matter if you're a superpower or a very, very minor power, everybody gets to speak at the general debate, assuming that they adhere to the time limits, which we can guess how that goes, they get to speak for an equal length of time, everybody gets a global platform. In this instance, Pakistan and the Palestinians used that global platform to remind us that we're all quite fixated on Ukraine and not without good reason, but there's a lot of other stuff going on, including conflict involving India and Pakistan, the Palestinian situation, you need no explanation from me, and it's really, really easy, and I think it's fair to say this includes a lot of us, myself for sure, I've been Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine all the time. Well, that's not the only thing going on in the world, and the General Assembly gives all countries of the world, plus three observer states, a truly global platform to say, hey, remember, stuff going on here too. So I thought that was very important. Completely. I think it's probably one of the biggest things that's taking place at the UN General Assembly in New York is the idea that they're saying, hey, big players, there are so many other countries and problems going on in the world. Get over yourself. It's time for us to do what we were supposed to do, be a global assembly to help humankind, not Western kind or Eastern kind or powerful kind or rich kind, but all kind. I dig it. I dig your number three, my friend. What you got for number two now? I think you'll like this one and not so much like this one, but let's find out. So in the general debate, 195 speakers, of those... 22% more were women over last year. Put another way, there was a 22% increase in the proportion of those 195 speakers who were women. This is a not insignificant increase. This is a step in the right direction. However, does anyone happen to know of the 195, the total number of speakers at the general debate who were women? That was my next question to you, because that 22% increase, if you only had one woman last time, that means this time you have 23 women, right? So this is a big question. How many? How many? 22. So progress, steps in the right direction. But like Dr. Pickering said, if we're starting at a ridiculously low level, it's not that this isn't good news, but... Maybe not time to get super excited about gender equality at the General Assembly just yet. Moving in the right direction, but work to be done. That's what we're saying, for sure, for sure. All right, and what is our top takeaway from the UN General Assembly in New York, New York? 
My takeaway, this is kind of circling back to the predominant theme of these and maybe a little bit of a cop-out, but the mere fact that 193 countries showed up in the same room at the same time, following the same rules and the same procedures based on sovereign equality, everyone got to have their say, everyone listened to everybody else, maybe they didn't pay attention, obviously minds were not necessarily changed all that often, but if we were to think back, this is what the 77th meeting of the General Assembly, 78th maybe, if we were to think back even 80 years, this would have been unthinkable. The whole world, sure, the concert of Europe got together, sure, you know, all sorts of different entities, but the fact that we've got the entire world in a formal, regular fashion meeting based on rules of sovereign equality Sure, the Security Council might have the real power if we want to think of it that way, and arguably they do, but when the world gets together and says stuff, when the world gives the Ukrainian president a standing ovation, whenever Pakistan goes before the world and says, don't forget about us, whenever Saudi Arabia goes before the world and says, we're going to buck the trend, we actually need more investment in fossil fuel infrastructure, Whatever sort of take we have on any of the positions or any of the issues or any of these 193 countries, sorry, 192 and three observers, it's just a big deal that they show up. I, I couldn't agree more. The, the United Nations in and of itself is a completely revolutionary and before now never existed institution in the world. Is it perfect? No, of course not. We're going to probably talk about some of that tonight. But the fact that people are still getting together and are giving other people room to speak, I think that is a big takeaway, my friend. Excellent, excellent. Thank you so much. Lo-Fi Poli Sci, put your hands together for the marvelous Dr. Robert Word. Thank you all, and thank you, Dr. Pickering. Oh, thank you, brother. I will talk to you soon.